Today we're talking about how morning rituals save the world. You're listening to Smart Good, a podcast show for entrepreneurs with a big heart. My name is Noelle Rhodes, and I co-host this show with my dad, Todd Polanak, a business consultant for over 30 years. So I guess he knows a few things. And together, we talk about what it means to live the upgraded American dream, which is making money while making a difference in this world. So listen in as we discuss how to not let your head get in the way of your heart, because we need more people to do more good these days. Smart good, that is. And we'll help you cultivate just the right thinking to make this world a better place. about morning rituals, you must be living under a rock because all the successful people are talking about how you need to have morning rituals if you want to win the day. All the cool kids. All the cool kids. Oprah, she's got them. Tony Robbins certainly has them. Barack Obama, he has morning rituals. Steve Jobs had morning rituals. How about Bon Jovi? I don't know. Oh. Okay, then that may not be all the cool not kids. Not all the cool kids, but... We don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he does, but the point is, you really need to have them. I'm okay. going to be bossy and just say it. Okay. Is it be, all right with you? Be bossy. Yeah, I'm used to it. You're used to it. Morning rituals are going to help you prime your day, be successful, and we want to be more than successful. We want to make a difference. So morning rituals can save the world. So That's well a said. Big, it's a big statement, well, but I'm going to stand by it. I think it's a it's a good statement. Okay, I would love to hear. I'd love to hear your morning rituals. All of them? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you walk through yours and then I'll walk through mine and then we'll see if we have any that are the same. Awesome. So, take it away. Take it away. So, a morning ritual that that I've actually used to do frequently, stopped and now started again is the morning ritual that I think we've mentioned in other episodes called Morning Pages. Morning Pages are very good. So Morning Page is um, the person who has written about this and even I would credit is Julia Cameron. Yeah. Um, And she basically has been doing this for a very long time. Um, And a morning ritual of Morning Pages means that you actually... First thing in the morning, when you first get up, even before you have your first cup of coffee, although you could set it up in advance. You should. You you write, you get up a book and you write three pages. I do three pages or 15 minutes. Okay. Of anything that's in you at that moment. So it's kind of like a, a, I don't know, a mind dump, I guess, of how you're feeling. Yeah. And... You're not supposed to do it as a journal, so you're not journaling anything. No. You're not, and you're not even, she says, you shouldn't even go back and read them. Oh, gosh. I'd be uh, scared, too. <laughs> she said, just write how you're feeling, because from doing that exercise, it will unclutter your soul. So true. So It's like um, a mind purge. It's a mind purge. Interestingly, um, I went to one of her workshops 
this year. Yeah. And the topic came up, well, what do you do with all those journals? Because she was keeping them. Yeah. And she, was... said, she said, after a while, you should probably burn them because <laughs> people will find them and start reading them and you may not want some of the things that they read because, again, it's not supposed to be, it's supposed to be whatever you're feeling right. at the moment. Right. It's like a decluttering. It's a decluttering. So, you know. There's there's a debate as to what you do with morning pages after you finish the, the book that you're writing. Right. But she says she just burns them. Okay. So she has 40 years of morning pages, most of which have been burned. Okay. Um, again, so keep that in mind. It's not a journal. You're not journaling. All right. Um, another thing that would be a morning ritual, uh, I put under prayer slash, slash meditation. So yeah. I'm, um, I express my, my needs and my concerns to the great creator. Some people like to meditate, but mine's more active. And that's something that is my, uh, expressing out my need. And I do that every morning. Uh, the third thing is inspiration, either by listening or reading something that's going to inspire me during mm. the day. I do that first so I don't start off being really extremely negative. Yeah. And I try to avoid listening or reading the news. <laughs> so I don't like to be inspired it's by all the, all the things that are going wrong and all the things that all the conspiracies. I, I just, you know, I sometimes can't help hearing it, but... I'm looking for things that are inspirational that are going to be uplifting and encouraging. Very That's good. That's another aspect. And I do try to focus on the few things every day that I'm thankful for that really relate to my life. Mm. Now, I know there are people who take this to the extreme where they never repeat something they're thankful for. Um, and That's then so they're, so they're thankful for the fact that they don't have any... Um, any problems with their toenails or things like that. I mean, it's... That's not exactly how it goes, but, but yeah. Yeah, so I, that's fine. <laughs> I, I take the position kind of like, if you remember, I don't know if they still do this on shampoo bottles, where it says repeat if necessary. Okay. And so if I can't think of anything new, I just repeat one I've used in the past. I try to repeat a new one, but I just... You're like a repeater. I, re, I try to not repeat... <laughs> But I'm not going to be, you know, thankful You're... for things that I'm not really truly thankful okay. for. Okay. Just all because right. I have to do three of them. Oh, okay. So, yeah. all three things have to begin with a T. You know, you go to that extreme. Oh, gosh. And I, as part of my morning ritual, although things constantly change in my life, I try to review either on paper or in my mind what the day is supposed to be like, what I'm supposed to be... Um, Focusing on that day that helps me, even though it's in sometimes blocks, as opposed to being really detail, I can anticipate the day and kind of prepare for it. So that's my morning ritual. That's cool. And sometimes I exercise, but not not lately because of all the stupid work that I've been doing. So, but well, I won't get hopefully into Hopefully nobody at work thinks that you're talking about them. No, I'm not talking about them. Okay. Um... I'm going to share with you my morning rituals that I do on the weekdays. I don't do morning rituals on the weekends. Oh, so you take a vacation I from I kind of take rituals. a vacation from it. I, that might be screwing everything up. Yeah, I think you're okay. But I just keep it to the weekdays. So I make my bed 
when I wake up. You don't make your bed on the weekend? I do make my bed on the weekend, but it's not the very first thing that I do. Oh, okay. So maybe on the weekend I might come out and have a cup of coffee with my husband and, and then, then go make, make the, the bed. bed. But when I wake up on a weekday morning, the first thing I do is I make my bed. Of course, nobody's into bed. Apparently Steve Jobs did that. Okay. Yeah, because usually my husband's up before okay, me. Okay, that's good. But um, yeah, I make my bed and I have also taught my children to do the same thing. One is better at it than the other, but that's okay. Um, I don't always do this, but I'm trying to be better at this. I try to exercise in the morning. Okay. It's good for my brain. Yeah, true. Um, meditation, prayer, gratitude is kind of like, it's sort of like a combo for me. Gotcha. So I'll, again, express my needs to what you refer to as the great creator. I'll write down a couple gratitudes. I don't repeat. Okay. Because I'm an exceptionally thankful person. Okay, so you don't need to <laughs> repeat the ones that you've done in the past. And I do try to focus on some sort of truth. So I would meditate on that truth. Gotcha. Because my brain can do, can think about a thousand things. Um, another thing that I have started to do and I found to be very helpful is I drink hot water with lemon in the morning. Mm, it's very good for your digestion, especially if you're somebody like me who doesn't have a gallbladder. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of great health benefits to it, and I do that before the coffee. I can't have the coffee until I drink the hot water with the lemon. If you do this, this will make you very regular. Oh, see, that's a, that's a diet or a health tip. It's a health tip. Yeah, it's so hot, good. Hot water and lemon. Doesn't work, Both are though. Cheap. It's very cheap, and it doesn't. You can't have food in your stomach beforehand. It's oh. got to be the first thing you put in your belly. Hear that, audience? Yeah, I highly recommend it. Even before coffee. Bef- that's how I get myself to do it. What if you just had water and lemon? It's no. It's got to be a little hot. It's it can't be, a be boiling hot. Hmm. So you need to kind of like you know. That's why sometimes I'll make it even like while I'm doing my gratitude time, oh. and then when I'm done. It's like just. It's cool to perfection. It's interesting. So that's really helpful. And then one of the things I do kind of to close out that morning ritual is I set the tone of the day with music. Okay. So I have a little playlist. And actually every month I make a playlist. I call it a Joy Bomb playlist on Spotify. Joy Bomb? Yeah. In fact, if the listeners want it to find it, they'll find it. Okay. They looked up December Joy Bomb list. I'll see it. And I make a list for the month, and that's the list that I, pl- I listen to in the morning as I'm getting ready, as my kids are waking up and they're getting their stuff together. Because I think music is really good at creating atmosphere. That's a good point. So I do those five things. Um, I think that it's good not to do too many things. Sometimes I think we create morning rituals and it's got like 12 things on the list. You're never going to do them. No. Not every day. And then you feel guilty. Yeah, and then, then you don't do it. Up. Then you give up. You give up. So I kind of do the no more than five rule, which I think you had five. No, you had six. I had six, but I dropped one. So I oh, really no, you five. have five. Yeah. Yeah, I have five too. I think you can't really do more than five. I also think that it really should be done more often than not if it's going to be a ritual. Right? Ritual is something you always do. I also think that you have to give yourself permission to tweak your ritual as 
your season of life changes. Tweak it. Tweak it. If you, if you can't not, do the exercise, you can't Twitter. do it. You don't you don't want to tweet it, you want to tweak. Oh, I thought you meant to tweet it on No, Twitter. no. Like if you need to change something, to drop something. If if it's not if the hot water lemon is making you, you know, have diarrhea, don't do it anymore. Oh, that's a good. If point. it's not working for you, it's okay to okay. change it. That's Give good. yourself permission to let it go. And the other thing I think is if you're going to bed late, chronically i have an issue with this i talk about it a lot if you're going to bed late chronically it's gonna be hard for you to have a successful morning ritual important it's important so it's good to do i think take some time today sit down and design your own little morning routine can we add something even though it's not a morning ritual i think we can because this is our show we can do whatever we want I just want to mention to the listeners another item that you wouldn't do every morning, but you would do once a week. Okay, let me hear it. So, again, this is based upon uh, Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. Yeah, it's a great book. And she talks about the every week having a an artist date. And an artist date is something that you basically do alone. Mm-hmm. It's something that would probably last about an hour and you plan it in advance. And it's something that um, kind of feeds your soul. So, I mean, it could be as exotic as going to a museum, but it could be as, as um, I don't know, as mundane as going to the, um, the, the Barnes and Noble and going into the children's book section and looking at the books. Gotcha. It's supposed to feed you, feed your soul. But it's something that you you might consider doing on top of everything else that you're doing. But it's not going to be a morning ritual, but it is a ritual that if you do it on a weekly basis, you'll find will be very helpful. What do you like to do on your artist dates? I pick something different all the time. Okay. Um, and I try to do different things. I mean, because I have some clients in New York City, I try to stop into one of the museums, which not everybody has a chance to do. Right. And it can last more than an hour. It can be less than an hour. Sometimes I'll go to an art supply store and just look at what they have, or um, bookstore and look. In other words, it's what it is. It's what you desire in your um, your heart right. that feeds you. But you plan it. You plan it. That's so a key word there. One artist date that I did a, a while back, just as an example, is there's not too many places anymore that actually sell coffee that other than Starbucks right sell coffee that you can buy that's somewhat exotic that you can have ground yeah 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 so one was I went to a a coffee store in Manhattan because that's where I could find one um and just made the special trip there just to pick out two pounds of coffee but the whole the whole point of going was more like an adventure looking at the coffee, smelling the coffee, looking at what they had, right, talking right. to the people. That's an artist date. And that's one of the things that people don't necessarily think is important, so they don't do it. Yeah. But you'd be surprised how it impacts the rest of your life. That's really good. I don't do artist dates, but maybe now I will. Just one more. Okay, now you're getting you're getting to be a little bit of hand here. No, go ahead. I'm just joking. The other thing that you could do that's perhaps helpful that's a that could be a ritual 
But morning, this is not a morning ritual. It could be a morning ritual if you like to, but it's something that it could be very helpful to a person who feels like they're stuck. Ooh, yes, tell. Do tell. Is to every every day or every week you would actually create a memoir, but the memoir starts, you know, you basically look back over your life. Yeah. You take the number of do it over twelve weeks. Okay. You take your age. You divide it by 12. Oh, gosh. You lost me already. Okay. Well, <laughs> round up whatever is going to make it easy. So in, so suppose you were, um, I don't know, what, what age do you want to be? Let's well, not say, okay, so let's suppose <laughs> hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically you're 36. So okay. let's do that. Okay. So the first week you would, you write down everything you remember um, from the ages of one to three. You follow because it's 12 times 3 is 36. Oh. And you kind of remember the sights, the smells, your first memories. That also may trigger you to an artist day because you remember, might remember something from, you know. Okay. And you do that every week. So you add, you know, next, next week's going to be 4 to, you know, um, 7, 7 to 10. You know, you follow whatever the <laughs> increments are. I can't count. Okay. So let's say you're 40. Two. Divide that by 12. I don't know. I really don't know. Well, anyway, go <laughs> ahead. So you pick whatever the, the, the vision is, and you every week you start with that age, you know, zero to okay. four. Gotcha. Five to, I don't know. And you try to remember something. Yes. And you write, you ask some questions like, who, who was in my life? What memories do I have? Now, those memoirs are not supposed to be distributed, but it will rekindle something in you mm. as you look back over your past. I think that's really good because it's very easy to become disconnected yep. from yourself. Mm-hmm. This is a good way to find your way back. I'm a little bit scared of the math involved. You just use a calculator. <laughs> get an, get a notebook. not my strong Get a notebook suit. and write down. So if you did that every day, a little bit every day, yeah. that would also be a, a morning ritual that could be helpful in connecting with who you are. I like that. I like that a lot. That is called memoir. Right, yeah, those are, again, it comes from Julia Cameron, not from that book, but from another one. It's just doing doing a, a memoir for 12 weeks. Then you can repeat it. Oh, okay. I like it. Good idea. Okay. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. And that's all Jakey has got to say. Jakey's saying, he's, he's growling he's not, he's back growling. He doesn't, he doesn't He's saying like, you're done. He's saying, you've been doing this for hours, <laughs> so just stop it now. Okay, so now that you've heard some of our own personal morning rituals that we practiced usually every day, I'd love to talk to you about why this is something that will actually help you bring good change to the world. You know, there's that famous saying, be the change that you want to see. And really, anybody can get excited about being the change. Anybody can get super enthusiastic about making a difference. But in order to actually make a difference, you have to be totally devoted to your cause. And you know, in the beginning, when you first sort of stir up that passion for the cause that has laid hold upon your heart, it's kind of like, you know, a honeymoon phase. You're just talking about it all the time. You're researching it. You're like getting involved, rolling up your sleeves, volunteering. You are like campaigning for it. And then the honeymoon ends because a few things happen. Number one, you have a life and you have a job, a business that you're trying to run. Number two, you start to realize that not everybody is as passionate about your cause as you are. 
And number three, you realize that it's sort of hard to do good in the world. It's not easy. If it was super easy, we'd all be doing it. And that's just not the case. So when the honeymoon phase ends, it becomes more difficult to stay devoted to the social good that you really want to be a part of. Morning rituals help us to develop discipline. That is the key word because discipline is what's going to keep us devoted to our cause when it's sort of hard to be excited about it. Discipline is what's going to keep us focused and keep us committed to practicing the good that we want to see. This really is how morning rituals help save the world because it shapes you into the person that you want to become. It allows you to create a rhythm in your life that will give you the space to grow into a better leader, a better person, and someone who's genuinely enjoying their life. You wake up every day and do the same thing every day single day. And then eventually it becomes a habit and then eventually just becomes a rhythm. Then it's the ritual. And then essentially it just becomes who you are. You are a person that wakes up in the morning and writes five things down that you're grateful for. There's no making you do it. It's just what you do because it's who you are. And the really cool thing about morning rituals is that you get to decide what those rituals are going to be. You have complete creative authority to decide exactly what you want to do when you wake up in the morning. I'm just going to quickly refresh the guidelines that we suggest, which is number one, try not to have more than five rituals that you're going to commit to every morning. The more you do, the harder it is to get them all done, and then you feel bad, and then you just stop doing it because the guilt's too much to handle. So do yourself a favor and make it reasonable. Pick five or less rituals that you're going to commit to every morning. And seriously, keep these rituals simple. This should not be too hard because you're just waking up in the morning. Your brain is still warming up. So don't pick things that require a whole lot of mental space. Just do things that let you release, let you uh, focus and center yourself, uh, helps your body to kind of warm up and get ready for the day. But it shouldn't be super intense. And another quick thing to keep in mind is that you can change these practices whenever you want to. If something was working for you for a while and it doesn't work for you anymore, hey, you can switch it up. It's totally up to you. You don't have to sell your soul to whatever you decided on. Try things out for a month and then reevaluate. If it's not working, ditch it and find something else to do. But whatever you do decide, make sure that you give it a good college try. Don't just like pick something one day and then be like, oh, I hated that and not do the next day. You got to, you know, give things a fair chance. Look, nobody likes getting up super early in the morning and making their bed and exercising. Well, there are a few people that do, but for the rest of us, it is kind of a bummer. But the more you do it, the easier it becomes, and then it becomes who you are. So when you pick something, really give it a good try. I suggest 30 days. Um, Some people even say 60 days is better. I'm not really sure if the number really matters, but what I would strongly recommend is to pick a number. You decide 20, 30, 60, whatever you want, pick that number and commit to it. Do your morning rituals for that amount of days and then reevaluate what was working, 
What didn't work? What did you love waking up and doing? And what were you like, why am I doing this? This is actually bumming me out and I am seeing no benefit. So that's just sort of our guidelines is number one, don't pick too many, pick under five rituals to do. Number two, make them reasonable. You know, don't be trying to solve mathematical equations that take up a lot of brain space. Do things that are actually going to prime your mind and prime your body in a way that's reasonable. And number three, you know, allow yourself the flexibility to change things up, but do commit to your practices for a certain amount of days because that's when you can really see if it's working. Go ahead and Google morning rituals and you're going to find that many, many successful people do them. It's kind of what successful people do because successful people need to be disciplined and the way that they start their day is with discipline. And that's what keeps them devoted to whatever passion they have in their heart. So should you do morning rituals? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you should. I know I'm being bossy, but hey, that's why you love me. You should totally do morning rituals. It will benefit your life. You just got to make it work for what works for you. But yeah, you should. If you want to make money and make a difference, I don't think you have a choice, my friend. I think we all got to... We all got to try this beast out and see why it works so well for Oprah, who has done a lot of good in this world. Why it works so well for Steve Jobs, who did accomplish some amazing achievements. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to say it's probably something we should all do. Take some time today and design your morning. Design your morning routine, your morning rituals. But before you do that, if you like this episode, go to iTunes and leave us a wonderful review. It makes us feel so good in our hearts. It really does make my day when I see you write something nice. Uh, So go ahead and do that. All right, smart gooders, get out there in the world and do some good, gosh darn it, because you were made to. Till next time. (laughs) 